0: Welcome, Jake. Thanks for having me, Ben. More than welcome, man. I'm super stoked and pumped to dive into your story. You've done a lot. I had no idea you are on that show. What was it called? Marriage at First Sight?
1: Uh, we had to start it off that way, didn't we, mate? Yeah, it was, yes. Look, you know, it was an experience that's just at that time in my life, it came along. And yeah, why not? Have a crack at everything. You enjoy that show? Not really. The experience was quite tough. There's no doubt. I think people listening might have watched my season and realized what I was up against. And it's quite enduring, mate, to be honest. but. You know looking back now, no regrets on it. Met a lot of great people through that time, still have those great relationships with friends through the show. But you know, two years ago now it was, so it's gone so far. So I feel like things have progressed and moved on quite significantly.
0: Nice, you've been married since
1: then? No, not married. I'm happily
0: in a relationship, yeah. So I've been with Claire now nearly 12 months. So it's uh, yeah, she's a she's a beauty, mate. Good stuff. So you've been running your buyer's agent business for 12 months now, that's right. Yep, made the move up from Melbourne to Queensland, and you've had a Smashing 12
1: months, eh? Yeah, look, it, it, absolutely. I think anyone up here making property in Queensland in the last 12 months is probably reflective of the market being so successful. And we, we just timed it quite well in regards to the buying side of it. It's quite difficult. And so we had a lot of interest in people wanting to get help and support in buying property. And the way we came across in our marketing really spoke to those people frustrated in that, in that process. So we were fortunate enough to leverage from my brand. Um, interest in me, myself, through social media and what I was doing and actually convert that to clients, which was really great. So we had a really great successful year in my mind. Uh, We didn't know what to expect, to be honest been first 12 months in business, you never really do. Kiani, my business partner, and I had an idea of what we were expecting, but we probably blew that out of the water, which was great. Yeah, that's awesome. And why the buyer's
0: agent space? Like, What, what triggered that for you?
1: I've been in property for quite a while. Not many people would know this, but in Victoria, I would bought and sold property for about 13 years. Bought my first home when I was 18. And from there, just been on a journey of property. And uh, once I came off a TV show, I just had an opportunity to step away from my previous career, which was I, I was the CEO of a mental health charity. We rolled out across 300 communities around Australia, and I was just a little bit burnt out at that point with the work I was doing there. And had an opportunity to meet some people in the property space. Spoke to Kiani Mills, who's my business partner, and she's very well diverse in the property space, owning her own conveyancing group. And I had a chat with her, and she mentioned the the buyer's agent way of things, I guess. And that's that's where it started, mate, for me. And I just thought that's perfect. That's unreal. So your background prior was in sport right you played professional football that's right yeah so i spent four years at the carlton football club in the afl football league yeah so yeah it's 2005 to 2009 the greatest thing that sport has given me even now in my business is just networks and people being able to leverage from that quite well over the last 12 months it certainly gives me a foot in the door uh in many different smaller businesses right through to organizations sporting cultures which has been great to learn from um, but to be able to leverage that for business has been quite significant, even in the first 12 months. So yeah, I was fortunate I've made to play elite AFL football for, for a few years and run out of the MCG, run out 80,000 people and got to tick that box, something I always want to do when I was growing up. And so I'm still involved in sport today, which is uh,
0: which is good. Yeah, nice. So some of your clients, they've got sporting backgrounds? Yeah, they do. So
1: again, leveraging that experience and that industry, having played in the sport, working very closely with player agents who do take on a lot of the young uh, AFL players, financial advising and things like that. So gave me an opportunity to, to have conversations with them and I had many of them reaching out to me once they realized I was in the property space up here in Queensland and the growing market in property up here. They just needed some support in buying property for their clients who are AFL players. So very fortunate I've made the last four or five months being able to uh, yeah take on a, quite a few AFL boys up here. So the Brisbane Lions and the Gold Coast Suns. Most recently, we bought Benny King's house, which is a beautiful property down at Burley Heads there. And he's probably the most well-known player that we've worked with. But look, it's exciting to work with the AFL boys because having been there myself, you know the type of money that they make and and where and how they spend that money. The time is really important. So, play a role in their investing journey is quite important to me. So, it's been a, a little niche of our service and our brand. It's something that we'll continue
0: to expand on over the next two or three years. I love that. And I guess you obviously got into investing early, you said at 18, but I, I guess I wanted to get your perspective. So, in AFL, do people typically manage their money well? Like they're making a lot of money at a young age. Are they just pissing it up the wall? Are they investing? What are they doing? Look, it's changed a lot since I was playing. There's no doubt.
1: I, I think back you know, when 2005, when my first negotiated contract, I was on $108,000 a year as a 20-year-old, which is a, quite a lot of money. So look, your management does a significant amount of that kind of investing. For me, it was a lot in shares back in the early days, which looking back now, wasn't probably the, the brightest move. But being so young, I was so trusting and reliant in my management that I didn't ask any questions or didn't really notice much money going anywhere or what was going on so you put your full trust and reliance in on your management group so and and that's continued today so basically if I was to go to an AFL player now first thing he would say or she would say to me speak to my manager speak to my agent go through them sorted out all out, which is what we do. So it's a heavy reliance on their management to support their finances. But they generally have a network already established of people. So you've got your financial advisors, your brokers, your buyer's agent. It's like a little group, I guess, that the management
0: will only use and it ties it all together. Yeah, nice. And so is the word spreading through your sector in AFL around what you're doing and how you can help people?
1: Yeah, it has. It has, um, and that's been on twofold. You know, proof's in the pudding. So once you get out there and start buying and supporting, and it's a lot easier to get that message out once you've got success behind it. So we've been able to leverage our marketing and promote that as, as heavily as possible. With the support of our clients being players to, to allow us to do that which has been really great and look we'll, we'll continue to work on those relationships with agents and managers and, and highlight the the benefit that we add to their clients even though footballers might seem to be quite i guess have a lot of time that they generally don't have a lot of time if that makes complete sense like i know for benny for example he, he was quite frustrated That he was getting out to auctions and speaking to agents and he was just getting taken for a ride because of his profile. And he felt like he was being abused because of people knowing who he was and he potentially his income. They were trying to get more money out of him basically. So I guess the role that we played was just coming in, being that in between guy, you know, and not mentioning who our clients are and being able to get a deal done. Not until they see the name on the contract to, uh, you know, it's too late at that point that's signed. So it helps a lot. So that kind of gets around, I guess that privacy and the players being comfortable. Yeah. And I think them knowing that I've played AFL as well, that I understand how they operate, you know, the banter, the communication style and the trust I guess that they have with me over and just a you know a regular
0: agent. That's unreal. That's so cool. That like you've been able to leverage your your network and your history in the sport and just obviously that the confidentiality and privacy with him, that's phenomenal. I mean, he would have appreciated that a lot, like you just being able to step in there and just you could just deal with it all.
1: That's yeah, boys' agents. That's what that's what we offer. So we treat Ben and and say Eli
0: and, and and Zach and
1: all the boys I've worked with, no differently as I would any other client. And I think again they appreciate that just as much. Uh, no special treatment for them. It's just you yeah, know, they're another client, but I can just relate to them a lot more. I'm fortunate enough as well. My best mate, he's an he's an artist manager, of music as well. So I've worked in representing a couple of artists who have very high, well-known names, and being able to kind of support that process and buying without you know having to divulge their information, their name to. Uh, taken advantage of potentially so it's been an area that you know not planned just as we've gone forward in the journey of becoming a BA these networks have opened up and it
0: seems to be an area that we um, do well and I really enjoy it it's exciting and you know, I, I remember when I was representing people who you know very high profiles it's it's fun it's a good part of the role so where's your office at the moment is in is it in the Gold Coast? Yep. So we're on the Gold Coast, located up here in the Goldie,
1: but we buy probably eighty percent here in the Goldie, but we do a lot of investment buying around Brisbane and then up
0: Sunshine Coast as well. So we've kind of bought made everywhere on that eastern borderline at the moment. Okay. So you guys are specifically focused on buying property in Queensland, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right. Cool. Are you loving the move from Victoria to Queensland. Oh, it's the best thing I've done to be honest.
1: Uh, look, the obvious thing is the weather. You know, it's beautiful up here, and even during winter, it's it's kind of late teens, early twenties, and it just takes the edge off compared to that Melbourne winter. It's just freezing down there, and I certainly don't miss it. Say that right now. But coming up here was a lifestyle change for me, and it was a I really embraced that. Change, literally moved up here not knowing anyone really. I had one mate here on the coast that I'm really good friends with. And when I first started out the BA work, mate, I, I, I didn't come from a sales agent background. I didn't come from a property background having worked in it. I only knew it based on a transactional purpose of my own benefit. And I, I knew the only way to really make this work quickly and, and make it kind of uh, successful was just to hustle. You know, just to get out there. And I was walking in, in our sales agents um, offices on the daily for the first 3 or 4 months just saying, G'day. I'd walk in and pretend that I had clients. And I'd sit down with them and just talk the talk and um, just get them to know me and get me to know them and then kind of work it from there. And I'm not going to lie and say that the profile didn't help. Like, I think walking into a real estate agency, a lot of the people there had watched the TV show. So it kind of gave an, an icebreaker that I was able to walk in. And once I picked up on that, I thought, oh, here's an opportunity here for me to, to really build some relationships earlier compared to just, you know, anyone else. So I really leveraged that. And that was just part of the whole journey, mate, being
0: up here in Queensland and just absolutely love it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Good on you, mate. Yeah, I remember when we first spoke and, um, and Kiani connected us. And it's just unreal to see what you've done in, in 12 months. I mean, you bought what, like 40 mil worth of property or something.
1: Yeah, we've been really fortunate, mate. Yeah, look, we we do purchase... Uh, we have purchased a lot of that high-end kind of property, that 2 mil plus. There's one one property kind of made up almost a fourth of that <laughs> uh, that purchase price. But yeah, we bought a, an apartment in Noosa for just over 6 mil, which was a great opportunity to work in that high income threshold and learn how that negotiation process takes place. Because again, it's very, very different. I really enjoyed that, which was a lot of fun, and yeah, look, yeah, we've brought properties at seven hundred thousand, yeah, right up to that six mark, and we generally sit anywhere from that one point five to two mil on an average purchase price. Yeah, it was just about saying yes to every client for the first twelve months, and just kind of evolving our brand and seeing where I felt most comfortable with, and the clientele we were attracting, and then leveraging our marketing from the from that. And yeah, here we are. It's been a good 12 months. We're very happy. And I think the next six months is, is certainly uh, another opportunity. I think it's been a challenge the last probably four to six weeks, just with the market slowing down. Slightly up here in Queensland, but as we sit here right now, I'm, I'm back at capacity, which is great. And I thought this month was going to be a slow month, but it finished quite strongly, which shows confidence back in the buying side up here in, in Queensland. So I think moving forward, depending on these interest rates, what happens, we'll just have to wait and see. But it's been a good 12
0: months, Been being have been very happy. Yeah, good on you. And the fact that you guys have got a healthy pipeline now, it speaks, speaks volume because I mean, the market, the fear and what's going on, it's not amazing. And so you've got a healthy pipeline now, it just goes to show how you're going to ride out this next 12 months, you know?
1: Yeah. And one thing, Keanu, I'm very grateful to have a partner in Kiani who has been in the industry for quite a while. So she kind of, her and I spoke six, seven months ago for the first interest rate rise. Her knowledge with me settling my expectation and I guess anxiety around what could be coming just to build some reality around the numbers and our forecasting. And then that just allowed me to kind of go, okay, well, this is where we might fall. So what's our focus now? It's a great opportunity right now. Let's go work on our relationships. Uh, with the brokers, we, we focus strongly on our relationships with our mortgage brokers. What we find working with them is the best lead generation compared that to sales agents. You know, that they, they can be very hit or miss depending on the agent themselves, but I've really found that the mortgage broking side and the financial advising. So the last four to six weeks focused heavily on those networks and building them out, offering um, different ways of referral and support. To their business, our marketing platform that we've been able to develop is of interest to a referral partner. So, getting them on, you know, we have a podcast sharing uh, information about their business to our networks, and it's just been able to kind of restock and then look forward for the next 12 months, which has been a different approach compared to this time last year.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah. I, I like your marketing. I've been watching you guys. I think it's, it's sharp, You know your, your social image and the content you guys putting out. And it's great that you guys are getting into the, the mortgage broking network and the financial advising network. I guess my question is, are there specific mortgage brokers or financial planner advisors that deal with AFL players that you've been able to crack?
1: Uh, yeah, look. The first point of call is the management, and I'm fortunate. I come from the space, so they know who I am. And the conversations in the it's not cold calling. For example, you know, I can sit down and have a coffee with them, talk about life and business, and then kind of make the two work. And working in with the managers, they already have their brokers. In, uh, in line. So yeah, yes and no. It just really depends. i tell you what, ben, it's more of a benefit to be an AFL player to borrow money. Yeah, you know, Your LMI is removed. It, there's a lot of great benefits when, you, when you're an elite athlete in your capacity to borrow money. So that's been a, a really enjoyable aspect to working with our clients because it frees me up to go and buy more on their behalf. So there's a couple of brokers we work with up here. And in the first 12 months when you're starting your business, I think it's very... Especially in this world, I, I was a little bit kind of unsure and hesitant around against where county came into it was hey mate do we will we cast the, the net wide as far as we can and build 10 broking uh, referral networks and partners or do we just focus on two or three and really work through them and build a closer relationship and that client journey with them and I was very fortunate to have right now there's, there's three brokers that we work with on an ongoing basis, which is it's really helped build our relationship with them and the trust and the buying. They've been able to see how we work.
0: How they work for us. And it's um, yeah, the leads keep coming through, which is which is fantastic. Yeah, I'm just curious to know, just with your with your background, are there specific mortgage brokers and you know financial planning advisors that deal specifically with AFL players?
1: To answer the question directly, yes, yes, there are. Those relationships are built generally with their managers. So my focus has been working in with the managers who then open the doors to the brokers, which has been Really great. There's a huge benefit of being an AFL player, for example, in your capacity to be able to borrow money from the banks. So the banks treat athletes very different differently than they do, you know, the everyday borrower. So they remove the LMI. There's a lot of benefit in uh, in that, which is great. So it, it supports me in going buying property for them. Uh, but I've actually really enjoyed working with just. There's three brokers that we work with. Very closely up here in Queensland, and when I first started it, I was a little bit uneasy around whether or not we should go out and cast the net far and wide and just work with as many as we possibly can. Um, but you know, speaking with Kiani, and what I've found is that actually working with a tighter group of people has been more one enjoyable because you build closer relationships and it's have more fun. And the other part of it is is that you can actually reward each other more consistently, which generally builds the the pipeline of. Generating leads. So I found that working with a tighter knit of about
0: three has really supported our business from a revenue point of view. Mate, that's unreal. Another question. So, you obviously started investing early on. Have you found, I'm just curious to know this as well, like over the last 12 months, you know, you bought a lot of property, you've seen a bucket load of property, you've negotiated with heaps of real estate agents. So, have you found that your skill set to put together deals, to source deals, all that stuff has just really increased dramatically? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, walking into this, I mentioned earlier, I didn't have a background
1: of, say, sales in property. I didn't have a background in working in any construction or building or anything like that. The one thing I knew I was very good off the the offset was just people. You know, I I have a great uh, way of just building relationships and rapport and, Getting to know people personally, which off the back of that has generated opportunities, and which generally leads into revenue, and and from there it's just expanded. But biggest thing I enjoy as part of this role is the negotiating. I mean that that's the funnest part of becoming a BA. Early on, I was pretty light on in my knowledge, so I probably rolled over a couple of times, and you learn pretty quickly. But now I've probably had a bit more of a reputation of being a, a bit more cutthroat in the way I negotiate and understanding. I guess ins and outs. you just don't you don't know what you don't know, and I literally. Know, I walked into the first couple of negotiations very fortunate that the agent was very transparent with me, fitted in with our client's budget. It was actually it was better for him in the end. Um, and I learned that on the go. But another thing I learned uh early on was actually I was connected with another buyer's agent called Gary McPherson, and Gary operates in Victoria and uh through Keani and he, he's my mentor. So I had access to him on a on a weekly basis, where I would call him. I catch up with him. He was up here the other week in Gold Coast. I caught up with him. I spoke I speak to him once every probably fortnight, and he just gives me great advice and guidance around deals. And I say, "Hey, mate, well, what do you what do you think of this? This is where we're at. This is what the agent's saying. Am I missing something here?" Or and his experience has been you know, well over 15 years, I think, as a buying agent. And yeah, his knowledge has really helped guide me. So to now the point where I can. Negotiate six to seven million dollars. Give an example on that one up there to show how far the negotiating skills have come. They wanted seven mil for that. Uh, We got it. Uh, independently valued at six point seven, we got the deal done at six point three. So we were able to uh, really kind of pull the pull from underneath them. I thought, and there were a few reasons why I was able to do that because I knew how to research better the other side and find out what position they're in. Why are they selling? I realised that they were a company, they were a construction company. You look at the market the last six months. You know they probably needed some money to to offset some of their debts, uh, and they needed it pretty quickly. So and we were the only offer on the table that was a a 3 month settlement so they
0: were happy to um to bring it down and get the deal done mate that's unreal massive savings your client would be so stoked well, mate, we're going to finish up. Where can people find you, like website or any socials?
1: Yeah, the best way to find us is, is day-to-day updates is social media. So Instagram, you just type in Edwards edwardsmeals,
0: uh, it'll come up. Uh, otherwise, just www.edwardsmeals.com.au. Awesome, dude. I've enjoyed this chat. It's super awesome just to see you leverage your past to really build in 12 months a, a remarkable business, mate. So well done to you and Kiani.